Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Not Women Lead Radio. I'm super excited to say today that it's Not Women Lead Radio. This is the first radio show we have as a brand of Sue Rising Radio. So welcome to Sue Rising Radio. I'm Michelle Burquist, your host of Women Leading the Way is my show title. And I have got a lovely lady today that I cannot wait to introduce to everyone. But I do want to say that as the inaugural Sue Rising Radio show, that I want to share with our listeners what Sue and Sue Rising really stands for. Sue is a very special word. It is not a a who. Sue is a very wonderful acronym that stands for successful, unstoppable, and empowered. And we're looking today to be able to chat with and about supporting the next generation of young girls. So Sue Rising is successful, unstoppable, and empowered, and empowering young women, and we are watching them rise to greatness. So our leading lady today um, as our first Sue Rising radio show is Linda Patton, and she is the CEO and founder of Dare to Lead with Linda. So Linda Patton, please welcome to the first to Rising Radio Show and say hello to all of our listeners. Hello to all the listeners on board. It's good to be here. <laughs> I love it. Well, you're, this is kind of a big deal today. We've been doing our Women Lead Radio Show series since 2010. And we're international, and Sue Rising Radio has bubbled up because of our super focus on supporting the next generation of young girls. So I want to thank you because I I really want our listeners to know um, a little bit about you. And the thing I want to start with is that just recently, um, listeners, make sure you get ready to applaud here, is Linda Patton is recently one of our just recent Sue Talks presenters at our Los Angeles Sue Talks in California. So everybody go, yay, Linda. (laughs) And Linda, you were amazing. (laughs) Do you want to just share very briefly, I want to get into you and all you do and and this in our time, but share with everybody what your Sue Talks title was. And if you don't mind, just sharing what was the experience like in doing your Sue Talks. Michelle, my title was, as you know, Awaken the Leader, which is very near and dear to my heart. And mm-hmm. I, I can tell you, because I can be honest with you, that it was terrifying, uh, primarily because you asked me to memorize the speech, and it's, that's not necessarily natural for me. But having done that, the power of that speech, I mean, I walked off in awe that that message went out to all the people who were there, all the people who were online, as well as to our Sue Rising uh, contestants as well. It was an experience not to be missed. 
Well, please keep saying that. I want all of our listeners to know now that you can see it virtually. I mean, your talk was amazing. It was very, I mean, again, very, very empowering, which is what we look for. And it was inspirational because of your journey and, you know, some of the key pieces that you shared. And I know for that evening, which is what, you know, I want to get to what Sue Rising Radio is all about, is that not only were you a Sue Talks presenter, which we affectionately call you a Sue Talker, but we had two what we call Sue Risers um, that gave their modified, you know, less um, time, their talks on our theme for the night, right? And they were amazing. But if you can, I just love to hear in your words, it's like what? Um, in your opinion, is a Sue riser. I would love for you to share now that, you know, you are a past Sue talker and also um, someone who funded their future that night. But what is a Sue riser in your, from what you think it is? I, I love the question, Michelle. A Sue riser to me is that high school going into college woman who really sees the future and sees the power and the influence that they can have not only on what's coming up in the future, but also those who are coming up behind them. These girls were magnificent in sharing their journey and what they went through uh, in, in high school and you know, as, as a civilian outside of high school. But to be able to share with their cohorts who are coming up behind them, what the journey was like was so powerful. I mean, I was impressed with the, the, uh, the personality, with the professionalism, with the passion that they brought to their speeches. Yeah. They were just amazing. Well, thank you for saying that because I, I feel the same way. I mean, and again, um, for our listeners, we'll have our, our Sue Talks up on YouTube shortly, but I think the two things that these young girls, and I call them young girls, I know that most 16 and 17 year olds want to be called young women, so they're still young girls to me, but they they were just so wonderfully polished, um, what they Mm -hmm. talked about and what they experienced as teenage girls um, on, you know, the whole what's happening in the world, right, with you know, the kind of what's happening in society, you know, regarding race and how people handle this or don't handle it, you know, what's happening in schools and the opinion of that with very diverse um, individuals. It's, it's just, it was so adult of what they talked about. And that said, you know, one of the things I want to acknowledge you for, Linda, and one of the reasons I'm so excited we're starting this show series with you was that you did not miss a beat when I know our CEO of Sue Rising, which is a, a nonprofit that supports the next generation of young girls, reached out to you as a presenter and said, we're looking to be able to help fund um, a young girl's future on whatever they deem is their future um, by offering them, you know, a financial scholarship at Sue Talks. And you very, very warmly said, I'm in, I'm in, I'm excited to, you know, donate and fund these girls' future, but I'm really curious for you, it's like there is heart and passion, you know, for you in supporting this next generation of young girls, and I want our listeners to know, where does that come from? Can you share your passion and love for supporting some of these young women? Uh, Michelle, I think it comes from a couple places. One, I have two girls of my own 
who went through mm-hmm. you know, some of the trials and tribulations that girls go through in high school and the angst and, and the education and the experience that they got were incredibly valuable and they've become extremely well-versed women. I mean, they're both highly successful in their careers. They're very articulate. They are into, you know, what's going on in politics, what's going on with race, all of the issues. They have opinions on all of them and are working on many of them. And I have to be honest, I wanted to be able to fund that next generation that, that because they have the passion already, I mean, like I said, I was uh, impressed with their knowledge of what's going on in the world and how they can impact those issues. It was amazing. I absolutely agree. And just for our listeners, when we had our Sue Talks event, what we did is we had our six, let's call them adults, adulters, right, the the adult uh, folks that were on stage. And then within our, our live event, we had two of our Sue Risers give their Sue Rising talk um, under the same theme, but, you know, seeing how these 16- and 17-year-old girls, you know, just were so polished and professional, they, they are thinkers. They're, they're thinkers. They're doers. They're, they see the world in a different way. And, you know, one of the things that I wanted to kind of talk about today, Linda, because this is you as a mentor and somebody that really does care about the next generation, and I do as well as one of the founders of Sue Rising as our nonprofit, it's like... I would love to share with some of our listeners what you think are some of the really maybe not so obvious things that we as women in business and professional women or leaders can do to support the next generation of young girls. What are your thoughts on that? Michelle, I think one of the the challenges has been that, like in my story, I tell you that my mentors were all male. And even today, Mm -hmm. many women don't want a mentor. They don't know how. They don't know what they could do. And we really need to step into that. And that's one of the things that I want to help with, provide, is having those mentors for those girls so they don't have to go through the same mistakes we did, that they can learn from the lessons that we went through and can move forward and can do other things that will be different lessons. I really want to mentor both yeah. sides. I want to mentor, mentor us as the older generation to actually mentor the younger generation and really give them the benefit of our wisdom. No, I love that. And, you know, it's interesting because, I mean, I know in my young career years, it's like I didn't even hear, I didn't even know what a me- I mean, I knew what the word mentor meant, but it wasn't like, quote, a thing. Like, women mm-hmm. didn't go seek mentors, were not assigned a mentor. Um, it wasn't something that you were groomed to do to be in leadership and find a mentor. It just, it was like, find maybe an advocate, you know? I mean, but that's a different word. It was a different generation. And mm-hmm. I, I'd love for you to share just a couple of, like, insights. If we've got women who are listening, you know, how can somebody be a mentor? Like, what can they do? Do they... You know, is it that they just take an interest in a young um, teenager or college young woman or young career woman that's on a, you know, rising track? I mean, how do you, how do you take an interest in, and actually start to mentor young women? There are a couple ways to do that. I think one of the, one of the key ways is find organizations of, of high school kids 
uh, college students and mm-hmm. that have a, an interest in something that you do or something that you have a passion for and become part of that organization. And then you have a, an in with those women to begin to talk about the tough issues and, and other things. I mean, in, in the past, you'd have things like sewing circles. And, you know, when you were all together, you, you had these conversations about what's going on in the world, what's going on in the neighborhood, what's going on in the city. And you could talk about the challenges that people were having. You could sit down and have a conversation with someone about a challenge in, at work if, if something was coming up. And I think that's the key is we as women have to step into that because I honestly don't believe that the younger, the millennials and what are they calling this, the sleeper generation, uh, really understand what it is. It's Gen Z that's coming out. Yeah. Well, this is actually um, my son-in-law's generation. It was was a, a weird name. Anyways, I... I don't remember what it was, but I, I think, you know, we, we didn't have mentors. Well, I had mentors, but many women said, no, no, I'm not going to do this because I don't know how I would do it. And I don't want to be that leader. I don't want to be like a man. I don't want to teach command. I want to find a better way. And we, in some respects, have to insert ourselves into social groups or going to schools and saying, hey, I could do a, a one-hour workshop in your class in, in finance or whatever it is that you do and get to know the, the women and to say, hey, right. I'm here. If you've got questions, you'd like to sit down and have a conversation, I'd love to do that. And I think that's the, – the millennials are not necessarily going to step up and ask you. They, they have a whole different way of doing things. And I think they appreciate when we show interest and ask them their opinions, ask them questions, ask them for, you know, where are the challenges in your career? Where are the challenges in school? How can I help you with that? What can I do to support you? And surprising how, how they kind of, there's a relaxation. And it's like a, oh, thank you. And I really appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's funny. I totally agree with that because I remember as we were getting to know a couple of our first two risers and they were 17 and uh, and 18. And I, I remember we were in a conversation, you know, we were just kind of getting to the heart of, you know, this is what we're thinking of doing with Sue Rising and, you know, where are you at with your college prep and, you know, having just this wonder, I felt like I was at a slumber party, you know, <laughs> some yeah. back again when I was young. And we were just having this great conversation, of course, as the world is right now, it was all on Zoom. But when one of the questions that's like I asked was, you know, well, like, where on a scale of one to ten, I go, you know, you see, you just seem so confident, so together. I'm like, where are you in terms of what you think the future is? And I remember one of these two writers looked at me on Zoom and she goes, I am so confused. Like she goes, I'm so confused. Like I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do that. She goes, you know, it's all about the grades. It's about getting into college. And I went, for a moment, I just went, oh my gosh, I've just been in the head of a teenager, you know, and it did shock me. that there, she was so wonderfully polished, but, you know, you, you forget as you age, I think on my side, as an, as an older, more seasoned woman, I will say, that 
you know, there's so much confusion in the brain because you have your whole life in front of you. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're expected to make these decisions and have this all figured out and, you know, show up and put up. I think, you know, one of the things I'd love from you, because to me there's a big difference. And, and again, getting into, you're right, they will not ask for it. And, and maybe that's one thing that as a mentor you could help young women do is help them learn to ask because that was not something that I learned in my generation. I've learned in more of my adult version of me, and I think that is something that just across the board, women need to learn how to ask, right, for whatever it is, the promotion and all that. But one area in our time, Linda, you know, I think there's confusion of what a mentor is versus what is a coach. And can you maybe share the differences of the two and and how you see it? Because to me, a mentor is such a special relationship and a coach is a lot different. But I think sometimes they get confused. I think that's true as well. Uh, As you know, my, my tagline is leadership mentor and trainer. And I, I'm real honest. I don't coach Uh, to me. Okay. I'm going to be real honest. Coaching oftentimes gets into, <laughs> gets into the, um, the emotions and gets into the inner space. And mentorship can go there, but that's not what it's designed for. It's designed as a contract between the mentor and the mentee around a particular area, topic, concern, desire, whatever it might be that the mentor has experience in and the mentee wants that experience and wants to know how to do that, has questions about it, is confused, can't figure out how, how do they manipulate their way through this maze that I have to get through to go through college and to get out and get a job and whatever it might be. The mentor is really there to support that. And in some respects, it's a two-way street because the mentor learns from the mentee as well. And so it, it is that right. contract that says, this is what we're going to do. And it can either one of them can say, I think I've got enough. How do you feel about this? And I love can that. break the Yeah. So uh, coaching to me is, a, uh, I almost want to say it's more of a one-way street. It's the person being coached who has the challenges and the issues and whatever, and the coach is there to support them. I mean, one of the the favorite questions that I used to get asked was things like, so what do you want to talk about today? Well, in a mentor-mentee relationship, you're not going to get that kind of question. You know, you you almost have an agenda. This is what we're going to talk about. This is where we're going to go. This is what issues we're going to deal with today. You know, where are you in your applications? How about in your letter? If you're dealing with, you know, uh, college admissions, you know, so – Mentoring oftentimes has a very specific purpose, and you have a mentor for that very specific purpose. And you can move from there to hundreds of other mentors who have other little bits and pieces of your career, your college experience, whatever it might be. Does that make sense? See, I love that 
I love that. And I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to take a quick commercial break because I almost forgot to do that, which is bad on my part. But I, <laughs> when I come back, I want to ask you, because you, you brought up something that was going to be a question, and that is you don't have to have just one mentor. So hang on that. I'm going to be right back, okay. and we're going to do a quick thank you to one of our sponsors. And today, um, Sue Rising Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and the opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and partners. So Linda, I'm back to you. Um, this yes, big word called mentorship. And please share a little bit for our listeners about you don't have to have just one mentor. Like how, how would you share to describe of how you can benefit by multiple mentors that can help guide you? Michelle, I think one of the key things around mentorship is the fact that you, you choose a mentor, the mentor chooses you for a specific purpose. And like I said, it could be simply, could you mentor me in leadership? Could you tell me you know, how, how to be that confluential leader so that I have all the skills that I need to? Or it could be something as simple as, could you mentor me in how to speak on the Sue Rising stage? I mean, Toastmasters has a whole mm-hmm. mentorship program because of that. And so you can pick and choose your mentors. And don't be afraid to ask. I think that's the sort of the other key is that we're so concerned that, you know, I'm, I'm going to ask the CEO if he or she would mentor me in X, Y, Z. There's an honor to being asked to mentor someone. And as long as yeah. the contract's clear as to how long and, you know, what topic and that we're free to say this is the end of the contract when we have what we need on both sides, it makes it a clear relationship. It's not muddied. Um, and I think sometimes coaching can become muddied because you're not, there's not a, a clear, where are we going with this? How, what are we doing? But yeah, I, I used to have three or four mentors at any one time, all for different aspects of the job that I was doing. And each of them was different. Each of them had different skills. Right. And I love, yeah. It's interesting because I, I had the same thing when I started my business almost whew, 30 years ago, and, you know, I had no idea. I just – I got really good at – first of all, I hate the phrase, pick your brain, right? That was, please, please do not use that. That's, like, not a phrase you want to use. But, you know, when you look at other people that have been there and done that, you know, it's all about the approach, and most people are very honored, you know, when you ask. And that's where I think for so many women we don't do that enough. But – you know, I want people to know more about your background, Linda, and, you know, I love what you said earlier just about the masculine side of of mentorship and leadership and all of that because I know you come from, um, uh, you know, you're a veteran, so thank you for your service. And, you know, you come from this really regimented background in the military from what I understand. But talk a little bit about, 
you know, with this next generation, they're different. You know, I think, you know, we hear on the news that the millennial generation and now Gen Z, that, you know, they're going to be focused on wanting to save the world and work in a different type of environment. Can you maybe talk a little bit about some of the things you see with women and leadership and how are things different now, you know, for our rising stars that are coming up as future leaders? Well, as you know, I did come through the military, so I came through the command structure. And for women, when I, okay, when I graduated from college, it was you become a secretary, a nurse, or a teacher. Those were your career opportunities. Me too. And I said, no, no, that's not what I want to do. I want to lead people. And so I entered the military. And believe it or not, yeah, you got to lead. You also learned very, very clearly it was a masculine world. When I got out, corporate looked exactly like it because many of the CEOs and whatever were ex-military. They'd come from Vietnam, and they were now running companies. So it didn't change a whole lot. Uh, And it wasn't until I went into entrepreneurship that I discovered that, hey, there's another way to lead, which is influence, which is the feminine side, which is, it's great. I love it, but it's not the be-all, end-all either. There's that blend Mm -hmm. of the two, the alignment of the two that really makes a powerful leader And when you're talking about changing the world, we have to begin with how we lead, how we communicate with people, how we take teams through something, um, understanding vision, mission, goals, story brands, whatever it is. And for the millennials and the Gen Zers and the people between the millennials and whoever was before that, the key. I get is, confused too. On those. I know. Um, there are too many letters. Uh, to understand <laughs> what is this story, what is this brand that I'm trying to set up, and the clearer you can make that, the clearer you have a, a you know, what's your passion? What is that thing? What's the vision that you see? Because if you can't describe it, it's really hard to make it happen. And as I always say, you know, if you were going on a road trip and you didn't know where you were going, any route would, would satisfy. But most of us have a, I'm going there. And I think the millennials are probably even more committed to, I want the world to look like this. Then the question yeah. is how, what's the road that we take to get there? And that's where confidential leadership really has a power in being able to draw out the ideas, the creativity, the compassion, the community, all of that, and yet still have a strong sense of organization, structure, and strategy. And when you've got those two together, you can change the world. I believe that. That's like a drop the mic almost right there. We're almost out of time. I want to... I, you know, I want to give you a chance, like if any of our listeners are looking to get a hold of you, how how do you want them to reach you, Linda? Because we do have a link to your website yep. on our show page. But how would you, is there any other way you want people to try to, if they, they want to find you, how how can they do that? A couple of different ways. Obviously, they can send me an email, which is real simple. It's Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Please Send me an email. T- tell me how you enjoyed this, what I can do to help you. Um, I'm, I'm all about that. Um, I am on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. 
Uh, I don't admit to being on Twitter. And uh, <laughs> they can always call me. Uh, that would be a novel approach. You could call me um, at 925. Uh, so bad I don't even know. Uh, 954-3239. Um, that is my landline. Uh, and it's it's the easier, faster, cleaner way to get a hold of me. But I would love to have a conversation with anyone who's out there who's looking at their leadership, having looking at where am I going next, what am I going to do. Um, I do a lot of mentoring around resumes, next job, why did this one fail, whatever it might be, um, because I firmly believe that we as women sort of shoot ourselves in the foot because we don't brag. We don't tell people yes. what we can do. And because of it, we miss out on opportunities. That's powerful. I love that. One final question, and this is like big, yes. big heavy one. You know, I'm going to ask you to leave us. I don't know what you want to say. I don't know how you want to leave us with a, a big inspirational kind of thing. But what what is something inspirational you can leave us with based on this topic and how you want to end the show? Oh, I wish you'd asked me that before. Uh, I have 52 <laughs> of those. <laughs> um, you have 52 of them. Well, I, I wrote a, a whole series of, of three-minute videos called Leadership Inspirations, and actually there are more than that. There are 140, no, 100, anyway, so 52 times two. We did two years of it, and I have all of those quotes there. Um, one of the things I would say is um, Buddha says, yesterday is gone, tomorrow is yet to come. You only have today. Believe in it. Look at your leadership. Lead people. Change the world. Change your mind. Just the brilliant, inspirational person that you can don't hide yourself under a bush, and it doesn't matter whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. You have a place in this world, and you can make a difference. Whew. There you go. I, don't, I think that couldn't have been more perfect. So that was amazing. You are amazing. I know I'm really excited on your journey with us at Sue Rising. Um, to our listeners, you know, our Sue Rising nonprofit is just doing super things to align very young, determined, um, I will say women, even though they're young girls, um, to be able to match them with business women and find fabulous mentors like Linda Patton. So you've been amazing. I know we're going to have more of these shows, Linda, but to all of our listeners, right. this is our new Sue Rising radio show. So I hope you enjoyed our new show series that we're excited to unpack and we will be rolling out our next gen radio show series as well where some of these young girls will be interviewing women like Linda, like myself, um, who are leaders in what they do and asking us about how we see leadership and I can't wait to unroll that. So Linda, thank you for being, I don't want to say guinea pig, but I guess I did. And, you know, you just rolled with this wonderfully. And I know we are so excited to roll out this series. And to our listeners, we're now here every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time, Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific time, and Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific time. 
on a weekly basis. So you have three opportunities now a week to hear us. So to again, um, just want to say thank you for listening. Welcome to Sue Rising Radio. And we will see you with the next generation doing some amazing things. So have a great rest of the week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.